Relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt. Who needs it? We're young. We live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Might as well have fun while we can and save the series. Yeah, but wait, wait. What happens if you fall in love? What? Well, you don't believe that, do you? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, but promise that you'll never be lonely. Come up with the thought of being someone's one and only. Well, 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 well. Welcome back. Or, welcome. I begin every episode the same way. But if it's your first time here, I do want to clarify. Welcome to the sarcastically optimistic podcast? Question mark? Nah, just kidding. We're still here. Sticking back to our Thursday night recording, Friday morning upload kind of days, right? So uh, I really hope that you guys have been doing well. I hope this week has been great. Uh, for those that do observe this, happy St. Patrick's Day. That is why I'm wearing green for uh, those visual listeners out there. But if you're an auditory listener, you can feel that I'm wearing green, hopefully. So please don't pinch me. Reality is great. Um, for those of you that it's your first time here, I just wanted to clarify what this podcast is. Uh, this is a conversation between you and me. It's not just about me, just to, just to put it out there. It's not me talking about my own emotions or anything like that, uh, but it's about just talking about emotions and situations in general, right? Like things that hopefully you and me are both experiencing uh, at a given time, and maybe some of these things will resonate you with you, excuse me, resonate you, resonate with you, um, and we can talk about this together, right? Uh, so I don't want you to feel any sort of loneliness because you're not alone in any sort of way. Uh, you're exactly where you need to be. I always say that in every episode because you are exactly where you need to be. Uh, try to reduce comparing your path to others, right? Like it's very difficult now with social media, but just know that you are on your own given path in its own regard and that you are loved by people that do matter uh, and that, you know, play a big role in your life by people and things that you love, okay? So you are where you need to be. Welcome to this podcast. Um, so I'm your host, Ramel Requeme. It's powered by me. Uh, shout out to my mom for giving me the name. Uh, but it's good to be back. Uh, last week was kind of hard, uh, but we still got something out. Uh, you guys can take a listen, uh, the last episode. It's kind of escaping my mind what episode last week was. Uh, uh, empty your cup. That's what it was. I don't know the number, but I'm just happy that you're here. Uh, so in this podcast, again, we talk about different topics that we might be experiencing together, uh, things that have happened in the past for me personally, or things that have come up in conversation or in books that should come out to light that we should actively be discussing about. Again, the brain is created to not hold ideas, right? Like our, our brain can create ideas as much as it can, but it's not really good at retaining them. But So it's really good to talk things out, to write things down, do all those good things. Uh, and I just want you to know that this podcast is a collective, right? It's like a conversation between you and me. So most of the topics that we're receiving, or at least I'm receiving and you are receiving, hopefully, uh, are from the community as a whole, right? These are topics that I don't really come up by myself. You know, sometimes I do, but it's mostly concepts and ideas that do come up in conversation or things that I've been like observing, or at least I feel the need to be addressed or talked about, or I, I feel like people really need to hear it, uh, especially when, you know, someone needs to be validated in their own journey, right? Knowing that you are loved, you are exactly where you need to be, all that essential stuff that is very limited in capacity in your day-to-day, -day, like you rarely even hear it, right? So I just want to be 
hopefully not the first one to tell you today that you are exactly where you need to be. You're loved everything. And I don't want to, you know, I do want to repeat it a couple times or first couple episodes or whatever, uh, but I don't want to keep repeating it where it loses its value. But I just want to say it one big time that you are loved um, and your existence is acknowledged. You are, you're here in this given moment. Uh, and I just wanted to, you know, show my token of appreciation by doing it in a dance. I was going to do a dance, but it's fine. Uh, for being here and really listening. So welcome. Uh, today, uh, yet last week, we talked about empty your cup, right? Which was a really big concept. It was like, you know, imagining that your life is one big mug or cup or whatever. And you're filling your cup with a lot of obligations or stresses or whatever. And us as uh, humans, right? Not It's not restricted to age. We tend to wake up with a very, very full cup. Oh, look, I have a mug right here for those visual listeners out there. Thanks. Shout out to my bio student. I'm slowly inching the mug towards the camera. It's a great time. It's a great time. All right, cool. <laughs> I got this out of the way. So real quick, uh, it's really important to note that when you have a full mug every day, right, full of those obligations, those stresses and everything, um, we tend to wake up every day with a full cup when exactly we should actually be taking precautions to empty it, right? We should be listing out things that really make us happy, that really help us clarify the things around us, right? Like we're not just taking everything in on autopilot. We're not just navigating through life without actively thinking about it. We should be doing the things that we love. We should be spending time with the people that we love um, and really express our inner selves, right? We shouldn't suppress any part of ourselves for the sake of other people's opinions, right? Because that is just a disservice to yourself. Um, just know that. Right, like you, you be you, right? Like don't tell, don't let anyone tell you any differently. Yes, you are evolving over time, uh, but you know exactly what you like and what you don't like, and how you want to present yourself, and um, maybe how you don't, right? But be who you are because it's it's perfect in its own right, right? Perfect is uh, such a derogatory term where like you, it's a hundred percent flawless, but perfection um, is actually has a little level of imperfection, right? Like there's no such thing as a person that's perfect and. Uh, we all have our own little quirks and everything, but just know what you, what makes you, you is what ultimately everyone is going to love at the end of the day, not who you pretend to be. Okay. So talking about that, I did want to talk about a book this time. You're welcome. You're welcome. I actually found a great book, um, in my old stack of books. Actually, it's not here currently, but it just came up in my head one day when I woke up and I was just thinking about creativity, right? So creativity varies. Right. And there's this book, again, it's called Big Magic, right? And it's by, excuse me, I forgot her last name, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert. So the book is called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And you probably have seen this book probably like from other people and they probably read it. You've probably read it before. It's pretty, it's a pretty popular book and people sometimes post about it. It's a very, very distinct cover. The cover is a bunch of colorful powder. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like that the, the color powder that people throw like marathons and like rallies and stuff. Um, but it's just a bunch of that and just in big words, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And yeah, she does have two first names. And essentially what the subscript of it is, I have it right in front of me. Uh, it's how to live a creative life and let go of your fear, right? And there's a lot of important principles to know, right? Because again, you're like, wait, what? Like I thought we were talking about being lost. Um, 
But I think a good step, and this was brought up in many conversations with creatives, is the first step to being what we say found or kind of comfortable in our shoes is embracing the creativity that we have all in us, right? So again, being creative doesn't just mean painting pictures or playing an instrument or things like that. It can just be, again, like the way you speak or even the way you cook and everything can be creativity, right? Creativity is an exercise of your own inner being, your inner child, right? And that's what Elizabeth Gilbert kind of talks about. So one of the most important things to note in this book that she brings up is that um, you can live a life that is courageous, right? That, that doesn't necessarily mean fearless. So what does that mean? You can live a life that is courageous, but not necessarily fearless. Meaning that we all are fearful people. We are evolved that way. We know it's flight or, you know, fight or flight, right? We've heard about that biological circumstance. In evolution, we've always known to be evading predators or even hunting down prey, right? You're either scared or you're going to be scared, right? And fear is always going to play a big part in our lives. And that's a huge reason why a lot of our stresses and everything inside of us is kind of exacerbated, like made worse because we always have this fear and we want the fear to go away. But the truth of the matter is that Elizabeth Gilbert brings up is that fear is an essential part of being who we are. Being fearful is normal, right? And what does that mean? It's like, what? Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen people like do major feats because they have no fear. It's like, no, no, like you can't assume that they don't have fear. They are fearful. They're fearful. Like we're, there's fear of dying every day. There's fear of many different things or crazy things happening in the world. And there's all everyone has every right to be fear, fearful. But being courageous means taking that first step no matter what, right? You can live with that fear. And in the way Elizabeth Gilbert says is that, you know, taking that fear and making it your friend, right? Like you are embodying it as some sort of being that's going to be with you. It's like a friend on your shoulder, right? Like there's an exercise where people are asked to think of anxiety as like a little, like a goblin on your shoulder as it's never going to leave. It's just going to stay there, but it's totally up to you how you're going to react to it and how you speak to it. Um, and it's something that's going to be a part of you for a long, long time and probably for the remainder of your life. But it's not something to constantly be fighting against, right? It is a part of you and it's what makes you who you are. Not, so just, just similar to the things that make us happy, the things that fear us, that puts, instill a lot of fear into our lives also make us who we are, right? For me personally, I'm really scared of heights. Like I just... I can look out of a plane. That's completely fine. But if I'm in a skyscraper and I look down and I see, like, oh my gosh, I have no idea why. But those little intricacies that make us fearful, similar to what makes us, us happy, makes us unique, right? So fear is just as equal in importance in making you unique as what makes you happy, right? And that's one thing to point in Big Magic. What Big Magic, this book, discusses is what is creativity? And how we can hone it to the best of our ability within our own lives, right? And it starts with understanding what is causing that fear, what we are fearful of, and go from there, right? Because once we acknowledge the fear within all of us, that we acknowledge that it's actually not going to go anywhere because it's always going to be there. You either make it your friend or you just keep fighting it over and over again and losing that battle, right? Because fear can be used in positive ways, right? Fear is something that we can see as a challenge that we can pers persevere through and push through and everything like that. That's what fear is. Fear can be a motivator at times, right? So again, you can live a courageous life 
right? With fear, right? Fear is something that is always going to be a part of you. It's not something that you should spend a majority of your time trying to exile or, um, you know, take out or cut off from your life, right? That's very important. One thing that's really important that uh, Elizabeth Gilbert says in this book as well is understanding our inner child, right? And this is something that we've talked about in a previous episode where we understood, right? Like we were talking about, right? This is a conversation that we have to understand what makes us tick, right? What makes us happy? What were things like maybe in our childhood that made us happy? And if you take a little retrospective look, you'll understand that a lot of the things that you enjoy, a lot of the things that you don't enjoy were kind of shaped when you were a kid, right? Like I was discussing in the last episode that I really enjoy watching movies and it's probably not even the content of the movie sometimes. It's actually the community feeling that I feel when, uh, community feeling, communal feeling that I feel when my parents are with me or with my family and we're actively reacting. That feeling that I'm not alone watching this movie and actually understanding, right, and appreciating it for what it is or maybe even hating on it. That sense of belonging in a group really, really facilitates that happiness that I feel when I watch a movie, right? What makes me fearful, right? Like heights, you know, I've, I've seen multiple family members fall off high places. Um, no, they're fine now, but I, it's just something that, you know, as a kid, I never really enjoyed like jumping off of a ladder or something. I love jump. I love, I love Spider-Man. I love jumping, but like seeing very high, high heights, I just, I just can't do for some reason. But it's not something I'm going to combat. That's something I have to live with for the rest of my life. And, you know, I can choose a life where I'm not going to put myself in positions where I'm on top of a skyscraper or anything. Um, But that's not going to defeat my value in life, right? It's not something that's going to hinder me from being who I want to be. And that's something that uh, Gilbert or Elizabeth Gilbert talks about in this is that we all have an inner creativity and it's ultimately cultivated when we are children and when we're understanding exactly what makes us happy, right? Like even when, let's just say you you love drawing or if you love painting or music or things like that, those are things probably you did as a kid, right? There's a lot of writers nowadays, like especially big, big name writers that started off writing small like comic books when they were little children and when they were in elementary school. So these creativity factors are actually at play, not even when you are a teenager or even as an adult, but it can even happen as early on as you were like three or four years old. This creativity is living inside all of us, right? And again, this definition of creativity is dependent on those variables in you. Do you enjoy writing? Do you enjoy cooking? Do you enjoy baking? All that stuff, all that creativity is there inside of you. But you have to do yourself justice to understand that one, being fearful of that creativity is going to set you back in some sort of way, right? Because fear is something that we have to use to our advantage to motivate us. Uh, We can be courageous in the face of fear, but we cannot live in fear in itself. And two, understanding that the creativity is really what's going to ultimately guide you to make that ultimate list of things that make you happy. Because what makes us feel creative or artistic in any sort of way is a sign of self-expression as my roommate Daniel always says as drawing art or drawing things or even doing something with your hands right like building that is art and creativity in its own right right like again you don't have to be an engineer you don't have to be a musician or anything like that you can be a baker you can be a cook you can be a public speaker all of these things are art creativity in your own regard like you have the power 
of creativity, and you have the power of choice of whether to open up that creative, like craziness outside of yourself, because the world is waiting to enjoy your creativity. And that is one thing I really want to get across today, because I've always thought about starting a podcast, which is really dumb because I'm just, I feel like it was a social influence because everyone was starting a podcast. But then I think about it is because I do enjoy painting images with my words. That's what I ultimately enjoy. And being raised in a household where we are reading a lot, um, I just love the, like, again, the movies that were being played in my head when people were talking or even when we were reading a book together. Uh, my parents and I used to be, uh, you know, reading books together at the table and we would just, just imagine it. And sometimes they would act it out, which is beautiful because, you know, even acting is, a, is it's an own, its own art, as we all know. And we all love mo- like seeing actors and celebrities uh, doing what they do best, which is like acting and being themselves and maybe not being themselves. That's what being an actor is. So I just want to clarify again that this creativity that's bottled up inside of you, I, I really want you to take the time to think about Am I bottling up, am I selling myself short by bottling up this creativity that's inside of me? Because you know, right? I'm speaking to you. That's right, you. You know what makes you tick. You know what is creative in your own heart. You know what makes a creative a creative. And you know exactly what makes you a creative, right? Whether that be cooking, that be speaking, that be, you know, anything. Anything that's not a nine-to-five job, that's not a work Again, like hopefully later down the line, your creativity can become a job, but what are the things, and this is going to be specifically hard for those that are working nine to five, what are the things that we enjoy outside of work, right? And that can range from spending time with family and enjoying and cultivating that. I've seen a lot of people, especially in my life, who really, really put a heavy value on familial values, right? Having family together. Right, and they've gone on to work for nonprofits where they're they're actually helping, you know, people, you know, build that family aspect again, like at homeless shelters and and uh, like adoption clinics, everything. It's 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 something that's very contagious. That's art to them. Bringing people together is an art, right? So that creativity that we all feel inside of us, we are doing an active disservice if we are not allowing that creativity to be shown to the world. I know it's very scary right? Very scary to know that like you're going to be put yourself out there, like, especially now, like, it's weird for me, like talking to a camera and, you know, talking to maybe like my mom and my dad, like, because they're my only listeners about this whole thing. But I know for a fact that we all experience these things. The whole reason why this podcast was created was because I knew for a fact that we all experience these things. And yes, what makes us happy and what makes us fearful makes us unique. But all these tribulations, these trials that we're experiencing in life, one way or another, one person has, at least one person has experienced what you've been experiencing. And we just have to find uh, places and people that don't make us feel as lonely as if the world was going to end because we have no one to lean on or no one to listen to because we feel alone. And that's the worst feeling in the world to, to feel alone. So this whole podcast, again, its mission is to help you with that feeling. It's it's not not help you and make you feel more lonely, hopefully, hopefully not, but to hopefully alleviate that loneliness feeling inside of you, even just for the slightest, because you are not alone. Uh, I'm here for you, always, in this room, behind this camera, uh, in my DMs and my text, if you have my phone number. 
but <laughs> you know, it's great. So another big thing, so I just have like a random bullet points from this book is one, right? Live a, a courageous life and befriend fear because f- fear is really going to motivate you to do better, right? Fearful that, and there was a big every example of this is a YouTuber brought this up where they're saying um, they are fearful that when they have their kids, they won't be able to play with them because they've taken their health for granted so young, right? Like just imagine you being like 18 to let's say 29 and like you kind of give up on your health. Like you just don't eat right. You don't exercise. You, you kind of make everything that makes you feel better and like makes you physically better. You leave that for the back burner, right? And then come time you have a kid and like you, you're trying to like play catch with them and you're like out of breath, right? So that person's fear and uh, was that they wouldn't be able to do those said things to travel with the kid, like you know, their child or to play with them because they would be just so out of shape. So again, that fear motivated them to be, well, they're not a bodybuilder, but it motivated them to take their health more seriously. So you just have to be understanding that this fear is always going to be with you and you have to be friends with it because it's going to motivate you and it's going to help you and propel you actually to bigger and better things. Just know that. Okay. So there is no timeline, right? Like we say, this journey that we're living is nonlinear at all. It's, it's not, it's not a straight line at all. There are things that come up, opportunities that rise and opportunities that close for us constantly every day. Right. But one thing that stays intact, that's constant is again, what makes you happy and what makes you scared, fearful, right? These are things that are bottled up inside of you. And it is ultimately your choice to open up that creativity for the world to see. And if you have been thinking of an idea or maybe you're like, oh, maybe I want to be a writer or a copywriter or things like that. Or maybe I'll be a YouTuber or, you know, even the littlest things, right? Like a TikTok influencer or whatever, and you have good intention behind it, just do it, right? I know it's just like a Shia LaBeouf thing, just do it and Nike. And hopefully Nike doesn't um, sue me for saying just do it. But just sorry, that's my chair. I'm not farting, I promise. It's my chair. Okay, just to get that out of the way. So... What you should know is that your timeline is going to be very, very different from everyone else. And your life is going to have areas in which it's going to be difficult to identify, um, is this the right path for me? Is this not the right path for me? But the things that really make you tick are always going to be there, right? If you've always been a fan of writing, if you always loved writing or drawing or cooking and baking, those are things that make you who you are, right? For people in college, there's just like, I forgot what bakery it is, but there's this main bakery um, in this area. I forgot the name of it. But essentially the founder um, was studying a pre-med course and what she would do is she would host, she would host all these study groups with all these random people for this pre-med track. Because if you guys don't know, pre-med pathway and and college is not easy. So having a community and people to bounce ideas off of and to help tutor your own knowledge is really essential. Um, so she would gather all these people and during these gatherings, she would bake, right? That's what she does to de-stress, to decompress because she knows that what's make, that's what makes her happy. And what she realizes, it didn't really make her happy to bake. It actually made her happy to see people enjoy her baking. 
And, you know, years and years later, she realized that she was actually gaining a profit from like giving food and like people really enjoyed the goods at first, the free goods at the study groups. And then she tried to monetize it and she did successfully. And now she has a really big business. Again, I, I just, I'm sorry, I forgot the, the bakery name, but that's the story behind it, right? So those inner creative marks in your soul, in your heart are always going to be there right? And you may add some to the list as time goes on, as you discover more about yourself and discover more about the world. But those foundational things, right? Identify maybe at least three things that make you happy that you can do with your hands, baking, writing, uh, you know, or speaking, right? Speaking is, you know, something with your hands. Yeah, I'm doing some with my hands. But things that make you think outside the box and really, again, hopefully are away from your typical nine to five, what will really make you feel comfortable in your own skin that makes you feel good in here, makes you feel good? That is your inner creativity waiting to be opened up for the world. And take this as a sign to just jump for it because the worst thing that can happen is that you know it doesn't work out the way you want it to and you just keep going. You learn from those, those setbacks or you learn from those failures. But again, like we talked about in the first episode, um, it's great, it's better to be consistently good than occasionally great like you have to keep going and you never know where that's going to take you and opportunities may even come up and arise from the act of allowing your creativity to be put out into the world right so i always love seeing people putting out their own heart and soul into art and everything that they can and everything that they love on like whether it be instagram or any of the social media platforms because it's really really enjoyable to see what people love to do. Now, the big disservice that you can do is just consume what their likes are and not you know, fully understand what your own likes are, right? And I know sometimes we do things like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel comfortable to post anything. You don't have to post anything, right? Like you can even share it with yourself. As long as you are partaking the activity where you can feel creative, that you feel comfortable in your own skin, that's perfectly fine, right? There are a lot of beautiful singers out there, right? Like me playing guitar, like um, a lot of people have sang along and they have beautiful voices, but you know, they refuse to record themselves, but they have such beautiful voices because behind the lines, right behind closed doors, they practice and they rehearse and they love to sing. And people love to hear these people sing. They love to hear people sing. They love to hear their voices. Uh, but, you know, they're ashamed and they, they, you know, they're ashamed sometimes. And that's completely fine. But sharing that at least a little bit of your art and a little bit of your creativity to the world is really going to help, again, maybe even influence and encourage people to do the same. So hopefully this podcast, I know this is all over the place, hopefully kind of encourages you guys to pursue what your heart desires, that pursue those things that maybe you suppress for a while because you're so focused on your designated template of life. Like, oh, I need to do four years at college and then master's and then go to PhD, blah, blah, blah. But what are the things outside of all those things that are structured already that will make you happy, right? Whether it be a YouTuber, you can be a YouTuber. Like anyone can be literally, the possibilities are endless, if you think about it, only simply 100 years back, even less than 100 years, people were wondering how they can promote their content. Uh, and I saw this interview with this stand-up comedian and saying that everyone has it so good now. Everyone has it so easy because 
for stand-up comedians back in the day, like in the 1980s and 90s and even before then, they had to go to like bars and everything to do their stand-up routine. But now we can just flip on a camera and then we can just post it on social media and even reach a wider audience than they were then, you know, when they were in this little simple dive bars. So the possibilities are endless. But the question is, are you willing to allow that creativity that is settled and bottled up in yourself to be released to the world, right? And no matter what, right, you release it to the world and people will understand more about you and love you even deeper than they already did because you are showing your true colors, you're showing everything beautiful about you. And that is what big magic is, right? What this book is about. It's about having those ideas, capturing them, and actually putting them into action, right? Because if we hold it within us, it's kind of kind of dissolve into nothing. But just know that that creativity that you're holding, you're, <laughs> you're holding inside of you is what's going to count at the end of the day, because that is what is inside of you is going to be your legacy for many, many people, right? People don't technically remember what you did, things like that, right? Like people don't remember the actions that you've taken, but what they do remember, and this is a huge quote that I take to heart every day, people don't remember the things and the actions that you did, but people remember exactly how you made them feel. And if that creative outlet that you are bottling up inside of you allows people to feel themselves or actually, actually that came out wrong, makes them feel better about themselves or makes them feel more happiness than they are before that creative outlet that you had was released, then that's how you know you're making a difference and you're really leaving that legacy for people. So I just want to let you guys know that even if you doubt yourself in any regard, that fear, make it your friend because it is actually letting, it's actually in turn letting you know that you do have a creative side to you. You, your fear is basically just challenging you to see if you're going to open up that bottle of creativity to allow that to blossom into something beautiful, to allow it to reach the lives of other people so that in turn, you being creative and you loving yourself will encourage others to do the same for themselves. And that in itself embodies one of the main purposes of why we're here in this life is to, again, spread the love that's within all of us and disseminate it to everyone. Because everyone deserves to be loved. You deserve to be loved. You are loved, right? And the least you can do is spread that love to someone that probably doesn't feel that they're as loved as you are, right? So I really want to thank you guys. Creativity, right? Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, right? Take that fear, make it your friend, and know that fear is just challenging you to take your creativity to the next level, to have that bottle because we all have that bottle of creativity inside all of us right oh what is this like big magic you unlock it and you let it pour out to people you let it pour out to others right because we love to see people that are ambitious and like have a lot of passion for something passion is just creativity and art in action right we love to see it we love to hear it um and again it all starts with love and this creative outlet that you have, don't hold it within yourself, right? No need to be selfish with it. You can share it with the world. You can even share it with your close friend. As long as it's not just being held within you and just kept to yourself and someone can see it, you may inspire someone without even knowing, right? So thank you guys for really listening. Look into that book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. 
sorry, I don't know why I talk like that, but Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, unlocking your true creativity and understanding that creativity is a part of our identity as makes us who we are. And understanding that will really take you far, take you really, really far. So I'd like to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I think we're in episode five, which is pretty crazy. I really want to thank you all that have been consistent listeners. If you're new here, uh, welcome. This is great. We do this every, um, technically I record this Thursday night and then Friday morning I upload it, sort of. All right, I, technically I upload it tonight after I'm editing it, but uh, I'm just really excited uh, about what's to come. Uh, there are some guests lined up. I keep saying that, uh, but facilitating interviews through Zoom can be a travesty. So I apologize for the delay. But there are a lot of good topics that are going to be talked about with other individuals about this stuff. And I really hope that you guys really take some benefit, hopefully, from at least one of these episodes. I'm not really sure. I usually just speak into the mic uh, what is coming to mind and things that I've experienced in my own life. But hearing the feedback that you guys have been giving me about um, things that you liked and what you didn't like especially really help kind of pave at what this podcast will ultimately become. And again, we're not even in its adolescence. This this podcast is still an infant. It's an infant. So I'd like to thank you guys for really listening. Um, bless you guys all. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and I really enjoy you being here. And you are loved. And I love you. I really do. Okay, everyone. Well, I will catch you next week. Uh, maybe there will be a twofer. I keep saying that. There was no two for this week. I totally like tease you guys, but maybe I'll make it up next week. We'll see. I got to gather my guests. You know, my, you know, I got to remind them that this thing, this podcast still exists actually. Oh, crap. That's what I need to do. Okay, cool. Well, congratulations. You made it to the end of the week. You loved, you're exactly where you need to be. Try to minimize comparing yourselves to others. You know, just saying, I know it's hard. Turn the phone off. Instagram, you don't need it. You don't need it. All right, everyone. Well, I will catch you on the flippity flap. All right. Goodbye. Baby, baby, baby. Why you always smoke a J, but like some watch some anime. Come through to the pad I'm trying to play. A Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait to let me pick Luke Carbayoke. You don't even know what I'm saying. Up B, up B, and down B, now be playing. Playing, praying. 